Um, this Michelle T book. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it. You started it's reading about, about tarot. I have it. What's it called? It's in my room. I could just go get it. Should I just get it? Maybe. Get it. You guys talked about something wrong. Oh. Well, it ties into stand-up, what I have to say about it. Oh. Does she do stand-up? She does, right? Yes. And the thing is, I thought she was like this magical writer, like otherworldly person. And then she does stand-up comedy and that ruins it. It doesn't ruin it. It does. <laughs> it doesn't ruin it. It just like it modern tarot, that's what it's called. That's a big ass book. It's a really intense book, but what I like about it I'm Chelsea. So we're either repping this book or we're not. We haven't just Is okay. this a review? This no, is a it's review. not a review because I haven't read it all yet. Oh. But this is oh, this is what um So it's just straight up publicity for it. Well, it's because I have some there's excitement and concern on my part. Okay. The excitement comes from the fact that, like, there's a lot of, like, new agey shit mm-hmm. that also has a lot of, like, really gross, like, patriarchal garbage and, like, binary shit mm-hmm. that's, like... In the book? Of, no, like, a lot of, like, new age stuff. Is that way? Yeah. Okay, and this is it. And this is, like, saying, no, like, we've evolved and mm-hmm. we need to, like, look at how we, like, read the tarot and how we experience, like new age like pagany witchy shit mm-hmm. like with a new like more modern outlook hence the name modern tarot <laughs> um, well named she's gay isn't she i believe she yes is. yeah she is she has a kid she's married. she's gay she's yeah. a lesbian with a baby when i love those um <laughs> um so that's it that's the exciting part because i've all i've felt for a long time like new agey shit needs like a great like a serious update um, to, like, be a little bit more, like, inclusive and mirror all of, like, the progress that we've made as, like, a, that the world has made. Um, but then I saw her do that stand-up. Who? Michelle T. She does stand-up? That's what I said. Weird. That's also what I said. <laughs> her and, like, Ali Liebgott have a show together. Uh-huh. Yes, I believe I was emailed about the show at one point. Yeah. I was out of town, so I, I couldn't do it. I like both of them so much, theoretically, not as people because I don't know them. <laughs> but it makes me feel weird that she's doing stand-up. Why? I don't, I don't know. Because the thing is, I love, I think stand-up comedy is like an art in and of itself. It's really, really hard to do. I can't do it. I can't write it. I can't write a hard joke to save my life. <laughs> if you want me to ramble, like if you want a loose five of me talking about like- A loose five. <laughs> <laughs> like- a stomach ache I had yesterday. Like, I can do that. <laughs> but, like, stand-up comedy is really hard. It's an art. But, like, tarot, like, magic-y shit is also, like, like fascinating and hard and requires a lot of, like, time and dedication and all that. But something about the two of them together feels so wrong. It's very confusing. Yeah. Because, actually, I struggle with this a lot. And other people who do... Um, new agey type stuff like i have another friend who's a comic but she also is a medium and it feels super separated because there's a little bit of it's not easy to be earnest and funny at the same time totally i completely agree with you but that's the point but that is the key to both things Mm -hmm. to both comedy and um I don't know, tarot or love or whatever. Right. Like, that's the... The key is to be honest and funny. Or earnest and funny. And it's very hard to find the balance. Yeah. It's not easy. 
I saw it. It's almost impossible. I went and saw it. And? She did a weirdo night. Any good? I I was so nervous that I've forgotten a lot. Because I was like, is this real? Is this happening? What is a weirdo night? Dynasty Handbag does a weirdo night at Zebulon. It's like my favorite show. None of those words. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's back it up. Zebulon, like you were like, this is like Xenon, the third movie. It's like what you just said. Zebulon is a comedy venue. No, sorry. Music venue. It's a venue. It's a venue just down the street in Los Angeles. Zebulon. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like outside of Atwater. We'll call it Frogtown, right next to Salazar. Okay, I know where Salazar is. Yeah, we'll go there sometime. Best Mexican in LA. Yes. You think? Well, I mean, I don't know, the grill, best in the mesquite grill, I think so. What? I think it's the best Mexican mesquite grill for sure. Salazar? The grill? Have you had the grill? What is the no, grill? No, you don't, because you don't eat meat. Right. So what are you, you can't participate in this conversation. Oh, I did have some fish there that is that was exceptional. It's different. Well, the, like, tacos are, like, whatever, but then the mesquite grill, it's like, they, it's, it's the, listen to me. I'll take your word you want mesquite grill, Mexican. Go to <laughs> um, I anyway. order off menu. So wait, wow. really? Yeah. How did you find out about it? What do you mean? The How secret, the, the secret, secret mesquite. Well, grill. it was on. There are like certain things that were on it when they first opened it, and they took it off. Mm. Oh my god! But they still have it. You know, my ex works there. I have seen her several times. Who she makes it? a great beverage. <laughs> <laughs> she well, does. They'll tell me the name later. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you go, I've you seen will a lot of drama. Her I've seen a lot of drama at Zebulon. I think Zebulon is a nexus because I've seen people run into their is exes like three times. A nexus for your ex for drama. A- nexus for exes. <laughs> exes. Nexus for exes. Oh wow! An exes nexus. An you exes know, nexus. I actually have seen a lot of my exes there. Yes, I'm. What, How that's have what I'm trying I to say. Never heard of this. Place. I feel like Let everyone. I'll, I'll take you there if you will go there and you'll see three people you don't want to run into. Well, then I don't want to go. No, we'll have fun. I often see the people, like the new people of people I've dated. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the wives of people I'm currently dating. No, Pardon? what? It's an open thing. Everyone's Is cool it? with it. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess. Oh. Actually, come oh, to think of it, you gotta follow up on that stuff. You gotta follow up it. on that stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe that did make it weird because it did end after I saw the wife. Well, in the wild. Oh, yeah. gosh. I was like, hey, I'm Lindsay. <gasps> you introduced yes! yourself? No! No, I love that. Oh, I love that. No, that's good. No, that's okay, great. Brittany, that's is great. it, it no! is such a you thing to not introduce yeah, yourself, and it is such a me it. thing to introduce myself. You've got to introduce yourself. Expose. Because I was like, that makes it Expose too it. I was like, I'm very real. aware of you, and I'm pretty sure you're aware of me, because you can't act like that all the time. And Then you got to um, let her come up to you. <laughs> What? No, because no. she wasn't. I was yes. like, yes, one. I am correct. Why? No. Yes, I. No, am. you want to keep up this facade. And I say, let's just crack it open. Let's if you, look at no, this. No, I'm just saying they are the one who gets to choose whether they're going to introduce themselves to me. I, I don't, don't get to make that choice. I don't agree at all. No, I think that because she might have been like, no, this is like you know, that's their thing that I'm doing something else. Yes. But I was like, no, we should talk because what if this becomes like an all three of us thing? See, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I... Okay, let me try to really think about this. I am 100% correct. No Explain way. Why. Because she's the one who gets to choose the boundaries with the third person in her relationship. But how would you even know what the boundaries are if you're not 
talking to each other. So sometimes you, because she doesn't need to talk to you. You're the person that's out. She's aware of you, but uh-huh. she doesn't need to like interact with you at all. Okay, but if you're da- okay, if you take sex out of the equation, because I, I think it'll actually clear this up. No, it won't. Yes, <laughs> I'm right. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> hypothetical in a way that won't make sense. But go ahead. Okay, no, no, no. Just, just, <laughs> right? just go. Just follow me here. Okay. Okay. So if you are dating someone uh-huh. and you see someone, you see like their best friend that you haven't met yet out at a place. Would you not be oh, like? It's not best I, friends, but it is but best friends. I would no, not, it is not. But I would not introduce myself to the best friend. So now you're on my team. I think I might be because now I see you. Because now I see. But 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 if they talked about them a be lot, like that. you know what I mean? No, you can't tell people what their relationship should be like if that's the parameters that they have decided on in their open relationship. You don't get but to how do you unilaterally know? But decide. How do you know? Because she would have come up to you. No, no, I mean, like, you have to have the conversation with the person first. Well, then the next time you see them go, hey, I saw so-and-so okay, out in public. sure. Do you think do it's you think cool it okay. if I, like, went up to them next time I see you? What do you think? Lindsay. No. I feel like everyone is their own person doing their own thing. Uh-huh. I feel like they did not have a super, like, they were, like, best buds and an op- that had multiple open things uh-huh. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of talk back and forth about, like, it's like, it just didn't seem that weird to me. But also, I don't accept that kind of weirdness. Like, that's that's weirdness that we all are making up in our heads. That's not real. It's like, if I know someone that you know and we have a connection and talked about each other before, regardless of the scenario, I'm probably going to go so and say, Lindsay no, brings, that's not Lindsay weird. That's boundaries, which are important when you are in an open relationship. Yeah, but that's their relationship. I can go up and say hi to whoever the fuck I want. Yeah, but then so, and I also, wasn't like I wasn't like, hey, sure. I'm fucking your partner. I was like, hey, I'm a friend of your partner's. <laughs> but they, if they knew who you were, though, if you were just a friend of your part of their partners, would you have felt the need to go up to her? If they were like best friends and like constantly in each other's like Instagram feeds, I would be like, but oh my no, god, I've seen you not in so and so. Best friends. If you were just a friend and you happened to see the partner out, would you go up to them? The thing is, you said Not that too they... long. Answers now. <laughs> the thing is, you said they broke up after. Shortly no, after. no. Our thing ended after. Oh, well. <laughs> we still like each other's Instagram posts. That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, Zebulon... Got Dynasty it. Handbag, who's amazing, and you should know. That's a person. Yes, Dynasty Handbag is a person. Oh, James. what? Music? Comedy? Both. Hmm. Okay. What Sometimes kind of music? at the same time. It's like, it's like, um, like, garage band with, like, sung, like, rants Is this a it. band or okay. one person? It's a one person. Cool. Um, Great name. Yeah, no, they're awesome. They're, like, old New York, old New York person. That are they a magic person as well? Like magic? A, I mean, are they, like, like a new edgy person? Oh, I don't know. They're very politically active, and I'm sure have some awareness because they've been in the lesbian world for a very long time. Okay. So I'm sure they know their way around some some tarot and some crystals and some, you know, like, mm-hmm. meditation or whatever. Um, but anyway, they're great, and they do the show called Weirdo Night, where they have a bunch of, like, weird performers mm-hmm. come and do their thing. Stand-up or music or, you know, multimedia, whatever. Okay. Um... Like, one Sunday a month at Zebulon. What qualifies someone as a weirdo performer? 
usually a queer person or a person of color who has like a strange act that's like nothing you've ever seen before. Okay. But as long as you're queer, you're a weirdo? I don't think it's weirdo in like a derogatory sense. I think it's like a celebrated thing. But it's not about the act being weird. It's just like, we are seen as weirdos and this is our mm-hmm. comedy. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like about the act being weird. No, no, no. But cause okay. it, but they have like like funny people that are doing things that are interesting and like, oh, they're doing something mm-hmm. different over there. Like, Got it. they've had like Maria Bamford over who like has mm-hmm. her like bigger names. So like, and John Early does this show mm-hmm. who like. They're, like, really funny and, like, have wide appeal, but also are, like, doing something that's, like, a little bit different, you know? But it's a great show. It's really cool. Uh And they do strange things. Sometimes they they have, like, burlesque dancers, and sometimes they just have people, like, someone will just have people get up and, like, chant with them for a while. It's it's fun. Anyway, Uh Michelle T. did stand up there. Got it. And she talked about her kid a lot. And How old's kid? I think the stand-up was fine. I think it was fine if I remember correctly. I don't know. I think I was just so, I was like the whole time just thinking like, oh my God, like the world's inside of this woman. Like she's written so much and is like this prolific author and she's like standing up on stage. She just went after like a girl who like brought her grandma on stage to sing a song about sucking dick with her. And now (laughs) I have like Michelle T who I like admire as, as an author and creator so much doing like kind of basic stand up. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just a shock to the senses. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that she's doing it. I'm glad that it's like she's crossing these different worlds <laughs> because it's making me think about my own preconceived notions about both things. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at, guys. Great. How old's her kid? I, a baby. Oh, she just had this child. I guess. Like a year, maybe two years ago. It's hard to keep track. She said things like poo-poos. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. It was a long time ago, and I was very distracted by my own my own uh, journey mm-hmm. there. But anyway. It does seem like doing tarot and doing comedy is like trying to merge together. I have a kid, and I don't have a kid. It seems like you're yeah. either one or the other. You either have kids or you don't. Right. Like, I'm a spiritual person, or I'm a comedy person. But But I refuse to believe that's true. That's my, I'm crawling towards, I'm trying to crawl towards the intersection. But it's hard too, because I end up like demeaning my own, like things that I believe in and like making fun of myself for the benefit of other people who are not like in comedy that aren't comfortable with it. Right. Like we were working on the show for my job and they were like, Oh, yeah, like, people that wear crystals around their neck and burn sage. And I was literally wearing, like, three crystals <laughs> And, like, had, like, just, like, a half-burnt stick of sage on my desk. And, like, it's, like, it, I mean, it's crazy. I'm, But it's, like, like, you become a parody of yourself. And I'm, like, I don't think that's true. I think you just don't understand what I'm doing. And you think it's something, like, like wackadoo crazy, but it's really not. Well, I think also comedy usually comes to you as a coping mechanism. Like, you used it to not be vulnerable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you weaponized it right for most of your life mm-hmm. and then tarot is trying to peel that back right. or whatever to try to get you to be vulnerable again so it doesn't they don't they don't come together that easily i'm gonna figure it out yeah i don't know it's something something to ponder because i wonder about it too like where where what where does that meet 
and are both possible at the same time. I mean, they must be. Yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I think trying to do both of them well is very unlikely. I agree. Just because it's very hard to do either one good. Very hard. Just because people aren't good at things. I think you have to end up being comfortable with being funny as you are. Comfortable being laughed at. Right. That's what I think it is. Like being so overly earnest that it's easily like you're a parody. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still going to figure it out. Do you consider yourself earnest, either of you? I have moments of it, I think. I have forgotten what sarcasm is. Uh, that's how I remember somebody ha- being labeled sarcastic in a scene, like a comedy scene or something, and be like, oh my god, I don't remember what sarcasm is. And I couldn't do it. You don't remember what sarcasm I is? I do now remember. <laughs> or are you just being sarcastic? <laughs> Was that it? That felt earnest. <laughs> uh, but I did have to be reminded. I was like, what is it? Oh, it's when you say something that you don't mean. That's right. Um, I think I'm pretty earnest, but I think I know what I'm doing most of the time and that kind of ruins it a lot of the time. Yeah, I feel the same way. I have moments of being able to like fully delve into either side of it, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm also a very adaptable person as I think Mm -hmm. a lot of like performer writer people tend to be, Mm -hmm. especially like out here. (laughs) Um, like I can fall into one or the other depending on the situation, but not all the way. Mm-hmm. There was a woman I saw the other night that at karaoke, and she sang a song, and she sounded so like, "Hi!" Hi. She sounded so. Um, she was so real, and it mesmerized me. And then I went up and talked to her later, and she wasn't from LA. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason that she sounded... It was just, like... And everyone could feel it. Like, she wasn't showing off or anything like that. And she was so real. Wow. She was just talking without considering how... She was singing. Was... She was singing. Oh, she was singing? Yeah. She, it was at karaoke. And she sang. And it was, like, the... And she sang, like, the blues. And it was so good. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And I went, wow. up, I went right up to her and I was like, can you be in my show? You're so great. And she's like, I'm not from here. And I was like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from NorCal. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why. And then I, like, went and sat back down, and I was so, like, jealous. Wow. Then we made out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and now she lives here. Now and she lives here. <laughs> that was her that just walked in. <laughs> so you think you have to be inexperienced to be earnest? Sort of. Yeah, I think so. You have to be a little not self-reflective. You have to kind of not have a reason to look in the mirror. I don't know that I agree. Or a reason not to care what anyone thinks. Like, I think of the most, the most like prevalent example of this that comes up of earnestness, unfortunately, is people that are like unabashedly shitty to people. Like, not people that are just like honest and this is who I am, but like the most, the, the most, I guess consistent example that I see out here is people that are just like awful to people and don't give a shit why. I think it's because they don't. Are you referring to sociopaths? 
No, I'm referring to, uh, well, <laughs> maybe in a way. <laughs> but if, that but is if what that is. But if that's true, then like. Calling a sociopath earnest is great. <laughs> that's such a good rebranding for them. I know, it's so Trumpian, right? It really is. Like, He's just earnest. It's just earnest. Just telling it as He's they, as they feel it. As he feels it. Like, I've worked with people before that, like, can just, like, have these, like, intense outbursts no. and not care, but it's because they don't need anything from anyone there. Like, they don't care how they come off because their life is not affected by what anyone thinks or feels about them. That means they have no consequences. Yeah, that sounds just very That's privileged. just privilege. But if you look at it, somebody that's just fully honest in who they are, that's kind of the same thing. No, no, it's not. Because a lot of times you still have something to lose. You yes. can like have conviction and still have things that could be lost from showing it. But then why do people that aren't earnest, like why aren't they? Because there's consequences. Like why if aren't we people all, earnest? If we were people all... don't care. Oh. Wait, what? You said why aren't people earnest? Yeah, like what Because keep... they're selfish. Mm, they're, sometimes they're self loathing. Sometimes someone's not earnest because they want to make fun of them. You know, they want, they're self-deprecating. Right. Because they're considering so much how they're viewed. Or considering their view of themselves. Also, if you're earnest, there's no subtext sometimes. You're just like, I love you. We love each other. But that's the same thing with the sociopath. (coughs) No, because I love you is different than get the fuck out of my office, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Those are different. Yeah, but if it's like messages. if it's Those a person in a position of power saying "I love you" to like you know the delivery person and like uh-huh. meaning it and like trying to like fuck the delivery person, like it's the same. Wait, <laughs> I think that earnest <laughs> people are all sociopaths. <laughs> okay, all right. Babies are earnest. Babies just yes live agree. from their heart. Mm-hmm. They have no. There's not any way for them to behave any other way until their parents or whoever, somebody starts to impose sanctions on them, whether it's physical or emotional or whatever. You have to go to your room because you can't just kiss a stranger. You can't punch the next door neighbor just because you feel like it. So then you either understand, you go, oh, I hurt somebody. I, I should change and I shouldn't do that anymore. Or you don't and you're selfish and you stay a baby. And the and then the people who stay babies are the people you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so when you're earnest, you have nothing to gain. But when you have something to gain, possibly, then it's vulnerability. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Wow. Let's really think about this. Okay. <laughs> My brain's starting to hurt. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I this think is, we need to like is, wait, wait, wait. Okay, make, yeah. make no, a no, diagram no, no. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so if you're earnest. The archetype for earnestness is Aries, also. I'm just going to point that out. Are you an Aries? Libra. You're a Libra. Exact opposite. (laughs) 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 But many of the same same qualities. I identify with Sagittarius a little bit more. Oh, what's your chart? Do you know your whole chart? No. Do you want me to do it? Yes. Okay. Do you know what time you were born? Uh, Yes. All right. I'm going to pull this up while we talk about this. Great. Okay. So if you're earnest, (laughs) if you're earnest, you have nothing to gain... But that's not true. What about babies who want something? In fact, being earnest is thinking. I feel like being earnest is thinking if you're just earnest, you'll get whatever it is you want, even though that's not really true in real life. 
I think being earnest, earnest is just vulnerable. saying how you're feeling without being concerned about uh, the well, consequences. Of well, I think you I can be earnest and vulnerable, but being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're being earnest. I would agree. Well, uh, no, because I think if you're, there are times that you're being vulnerable because you're like, oh, the only way that I can get something is, is to, be to be vulnerable. And that doesn't come across to me as earnest because earnest, there's no, it's just like, I have to say this. Um, yeah, earnestness, there's a, there's a bit of like cheerful joy or like there's something sort of like, uh, yeah, I think you're right. If, sometimes when you're earnest, there's not a sense of something being lost. Mm-hmm. But sometimes being vulnerable is like a decision that you make. Yes. Being earnest seems a little less like a decision. Being earnest seems a little more like, I just have to, this is just who I am. I, I, I say what I mean. Why wouldn't anyone say what they mean? I think. That also could be the same thing that a sociopath says. <sighs> but, but... People who are earnest, people who are earnest, like, apologize and feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, the Aries archetype is, like, I'm sorry that I hurt you before. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And a sociopath would would not care, like, at mm-hmm. all. Would be yeah. like, well, it's their problem. So, so the, sociopaths are earnest, but they're also sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that we have, that's the perfect, like, what's the word? That's the soundbite for this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do Lindsay's chart now. Yeah. Lindsay has... Whoa, this is quite a chart. Is it? Yes. Lindsay has her son in Libra. Your son represents your ego and the way you present yourself to the world. Well, no. It represents um, who you're becoming. And you have... You're a Libra, and Libra cares about fairness, Mm -hmm. the other person. There's always someone else wanting to balance with the other person, be with a partner, doesn't want to be alone, would rather share with someone else. Ruled by Venus, which is the planet of beauty, so you always want things to be beautiful and attractive and charming. Mm -hmm. Very charming. Turn of the word, likes to have fun. Sounds great. Right? And your ascendant is Libra, too. Ascendant is the packaging you show to the world it's like your mask mm. so it's the same thing beautiful charming what about you <laughs> let's do it <laughs> enough about me what about you that's libra wow i know i'm i'm charming and they also love compliments and stuff like that but they would never demand them or anything like that but they love a flower to be presented with a flower some perfume wow <laughs> uh you got a lot of air um and then you have your moon in aquarius and moon Mm. is the stuff it's really interesting (laughs) your moon is your unconscious self it's Mm -hmm. who you it's who you are naturally Mm -hmm. and it's how you react when you're when you're not prepared you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's a fil. the sun is filtered the sun is like you've thought about you're going to present yourself this way but the mm-hmm. moon is more subconscious and it's um it's who you've been it's like you're feeling it's like who you were as a baby and aquarius is very strange why uh they're the rebels of the zodiac they're 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 very they want change and they want weirdness 
and they want to be different. That's fascinating. And and they don't like to be pegged. They hate it. (laughs) Like, they don't want to be put in a box, like, ever for any reason whatsoever. They never want to be told anything about themselves. Stop I know it. I know a lot about Aquarius as my mother is one. <gasps> That's crazy. I know. Son. That's fucked up. <laughs> to have an Aquarius mother? To have an Aquarius mother with a with your moon in Aquarius means that there's like karma about you got about y'all. Yeah. By that I mean like you'll t- you are imprinted a lot by her behavior. Well, yeah. I guess everyone's imprinted by their mothers. Sure, sure. But her like her her expressing herself as like never do what they think you're gonna do always be different surprise oh she never said that but was she expressing that no she was like i need you to be a cheerleader and be nice to everyone lol yeah and do pageants did you do pageants i did one i did win it (gasps) oh and i did also win miss congeniality it's you won both yeah it shouldn't be allowed that should not be allowed whoa Ugh, what was the... That destroys the entire premise of the film. Miss Congeniality. I know. What did the ribbon say? What's... Miss... Oh, it said Miss Freshman. So that was freshman the name of the school? competition? Mm-hmm. They had one for the freshman and one for the sophomore, junior, senior. Oh my god. It was the only one I ever did. Wow, so was everyone upset when you didn't uh, defend your title as a sophomore? Um... Or were they like, No, because I moved, I moved the next year. Oh. I have so many questions. Okay. Is it possible to see the picture? Do you have the... Do you... Yeah. I do you have, have it. it with you? Yeah. No, I have it. I took a picture on my phone. And Lindsay's then... going to get her phone and we're going to look at her... Miss, Miss Freshman, Miss Congeniality picture. Wow, this is so exciting. I'm impressed by it. Do you look the exact same? Um... No, I just look... I look... I got, I've aged. I mean... But yeah. I, am I going to be shocked when I see this? I'm, am I going to be like, who the hell is no, that? No, no, you're not going to be. It's not that that different. <laughs> what, did you have to have a talent? No, thank God. No, we just had to write an essay about our, our hero, and I wrote mine about Barbara Walters. Yeah, I really, I wanted to be a journalist when I was a kid. Oh. Um... And I guess they that Barbara Walters essay really won them over. Wow, I'm excited for this. He should be. So did they read the essays aloud at the competition? Yeah, they read them aloud while I walked around in, in business casual attire. Are you serious? <laughs> Somebody read it. That's a nightmare. I loved it. <laughs> did you, like, stick your pose at certain sentences? Um... No, I don't remember that part. <laughs> but I remember I was wearing a really cheap, shitty outfit. And I had shoes from Payless. <gasps> and I still I still did okay in it. You know what I mean? Did you uh, make friends? Or was it cutthroat? Um, I'm trying to find this damn thing. Um, what was the question? If you made any if you made any friends. And was this... I was already friends with everyone. Aw. Here it is, guys. Oh, I can't wait to see this. This is going to be the cover photo. Oh, look at you. You're gorgeous. Look at you. That's my miscongeniality. And that's the winner. cornfield ass. I know. Blonde ass. Wedding dress. Wedding dress ass. But wait. Oh, my God. Basketball. She's sitting with a basketball. Yep. 
Oh my just cheerleading Lord for my life. Lord Almighty! Wow, it's like oh a different person. My God, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what's going on here. You're like, I don't want to be doing this. Lindsay well, looks so cute. Aw. <laughs> but she probably so also maybe that doesn't look like you. No, it doesn't. No, the other one does though. You're just a baby. Just a small You're baby. only a baby. I was 15. Wow. 15 years old. Um, yeah, it was, it was uh, honestly, earth shattering. The world went wild. Did your mom do pageants when she was young? Oh, yeah. <gasps> wow. She was in Miss Guadalupe County. <laughs> Where's Guadalupe County? Um, Florida? It's like right outside of Austin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. My aunt was the reigning Miss Seguin. And they had a little bit oh, of a rivalry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it a different county? Um, no, it's in it's in Guadalupe County. Okay. So then that's a smaller title then. Yeah. Mm. But she always wanted to be Miss Guadalupe County. Oh. <laughs> but my mom did it effortlessly. And do you want to know what she did as her talent? What? Guess. Okay. Kitar. Little spinning thing. What was that thing called? Baton? Baton. Yes! Boom! 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 That was very boom. in the box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Yeah, dressed um, in like, well, they were the matadors at, at our high school, so she dressed oh, up in like cute. very culturally appropriated. Like, <laughs> oh, no, never mind. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they didn't know that was the 70s. They didn't, they had no <sighs> idea what they were doing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, so. Clearly, her Aquarius. I think. I think my mom's more of a Libra, and I'm more of an Aquarius. Wow. Well, we don't know the rest of her chart, I guess. Of hers? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We'd have to do it. Oh wait, let me see what the rest is going on. Okay. What else is happening? With this you? is fascinating for you, Brittany. Mm-hmm. She's learning. <laughs> she has a lot to learn. Mercury and Libra. Calm, rational Libra. Calm and collected Libra. You're communicating. In a reasonable way with other people. Oh, that's great. Just, you know, you're reasonably communicating. Good for you. Wow. Um, and then you have Venus and Virgo and Mars and Virgo. So that's a lot of detail-oriented. So you may... Your Venus is how you care for others and how you express love for others. And Virgo is very critical. Virgo mm-hmm. wants things to be fucking perfect. Wow. And they want things to be the way they should be. So, <laughs> are you getting dragged? Uh, no, no. But okay. it's kind of hilariously dragging a lot of the Virgos and Sun. Oh, some. well, yes, that's true. So you may, you may uh, find that you feel it's loving to help people be who they, who you know they could be. Like you see the potential and stuff, and you want to bring that out of them. Sure, sure. And sometimes I mean, people are like, "Can you not like, ah." Stop, stop, ow. And you're like, I'm just trying to make this better. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I've gotten there yet. Right. Who knows? But you wouldn't say it in a mean way. Libra's very, because you have so much Libra in your chart. So you'd be very like, you'd get things to where you want them to be. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. You would never be like, this is what we're doing. Abrasive. Never. No, never. Not never. Mars and Virgo too. So you're very turned on. Mars is like the planet of like action and sex and like being turned on and um again like perfection 
things being, but like not boasting about it. Sure. Humility, you know. Who boasts? Humility. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. No, you don't have a lot of um, stuff. You don't have a lot of ego-based stuff in your chart at all. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what's most important for you to know. North Node Taurus in the eighth house? Holy shit. Okay. Hmm. So you your soul's purpose is to Taurus is all about the material world and um working and finances and stuff. And the eighth house is like um, taboo, the taboo house, the house of death, the house of sex, the house of other people's money, the house of transformation and destruction. That's kind of confusing because it's exactly opposite from Taurus. Like Taurus is like stability, but you have to behave like a Taurus when it comes to taboo stuff. So I guess you kind of are standing your ground about anything that is spooky or scary you're supposed to be like this is fine i am that way yeah good job i love spooky scary stuff yeah that's (laughs) your that's your soul's purpose is to be like planting a flag in like the spooky scary stuff of the world wow that's great and destroying it you're not supposed to destroy things anymore that's your south node that's the stuff you've done in your past lives. It's been destructive. destructive. Yeah. That didn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can be very destructive. That's when I feel trapped. <laughs> I will burn it all down. I fucking can't believe you just said that. Because you have it in the second house. And the second house is about boundaries. So when, so if you feel trapped, you destroy. That's what that is. Well. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Can't feel trapped. You're not trapped. I'm not trapped. What makes you feel trapped? Um, I think the more difficult I feel like it would be to walk away from something, <laughs> the more the more trapped I feel. Whoa. So the more Ooh. serious, the more invested you get, the more you feel trapped. Yes. Is it about you investing or is it about the other person investing? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't know. You are on this earth to invest in the unknown. Yeah. That's your... (laughs) (laughs) That's literally your... Oh my god. Purpose. Great. Yeah. So you are not supposed to destroy the known anymore. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm lost. I need more info uh, on Lindsay's life so to this to, for this to her, congeal. Her comfort zone, somebody comes along and is like, here's a house. Here's a house. And she's <laughs> like, I hate you. I'm going to burn it down. Uh-huh. That's what her comfort zone. Instead, you have to be the one that goes up to the unknown and goes, I made a house for you. If you ran like a, a mortuary... That would be fucking great. Do you know what's crazy is that I was recently offered a mortuary. What? Yeah. Excuse me. What the hell? To be partner partner in a like a funeral home type thing. Who did this? How did this happen? 
uh, Laura's aunt had a had a funeral home up for grabs in Arizona like a year ago in uh, whoa in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, you were supposed to do that. It's too cold there. <laughs> <laughs> but that being cold makes me feel. Would you have to become like a funeral director, or were you just? Like, I would love to do like funeral of events. You should like so, death funerals. events. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You should funerals. <laughs> Funerals, I want to die. <laughs> and once you're dead, Lindsay can help you with that. Yeah. You want a fun funeral? I'm your gal. Funnel cakes? Ooh. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I was considering doing like a travel blog about the occult. Like, mm-hmm. finding occult places and, like, having, like, a fun vacay mm-hmm. and also, like, holding human bones. Mm-hmm. So, like, you and a sun hat, but next to a skeleton? Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> we out here uh, in a cemetery. And I've just unearthed a body. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Like, Coachella girls. But yeah. But just... In New Orleans at a voodoo temple. Yeah. <laughs> like a blood offering for Maria oh Laveau. And it's like, <laughs> now let's go get cocktails. But they have a princess yeah. crown. Yeah. Flower crown. <laughs> exactly. Ariana is biting her finger. Because <laughs> you love it so much. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Coachella's this weekend, you know. I did not. I did not realize that. It is. Went on that new Beyonce. Hmm. She has new music? I mean, she should. She's live streaming her Coachella set. Oh, wow. Because it's all new? I don't know. We Everyone is waiting. Do you have to have title? No, of it's going to be on YouTube. Whoa, really? Wow. Yeah. Fun. So everyone is expecting some new music to drop, but maybe it won't because she's only doing it this year because she didn't do it last year when she was pregnant. But then she's going on, on the Ruan tour, too, later this year. With so Jay-Z, it right? seems like she should have new music soon. She's been so busy. She's Beyonce, though. Yeah. She apparently hired a hundred new dancers for Coachella. A hundred? Wow. Yes. <laughs> Where do you even put that? Is there a stage that the crowd. I'm sure she's building. Yeah. She didn't even have that many sets. for, like, the Super Bowl. I just watched it mm-hmm. because I was looking for Illuminati symbols. <laughs> Did you find me? <laughs> no, I think they took them out. Oh, my God. Because I remember there was, you know, she was doing this thing. And she was like, it's not Illuminati. If you could host an Illuminati event, that would be your sole purpose. Yeah, but the problem with that is I try not to fuck with the Illuminati. Like, I want to know more, but I'm not trying to, like, fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they'll put a hit on you? No, I... What do you know about the Illuminati? Will they just ruin your life? That's the thing about the Illuminati is everything you think you know, you don't know. I believe that. I, I went really deep on the Illuminati for a while. You should just start um, a secret society. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about starting a church that's like a Baphomet church. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Baphomet either. is like the goat-headed oh. woman that has like mm-hmm. the solvent coagula on their arms and is like, like the, um, they basically are like this being that says like, Everything comes together, everything falls apart, and life is just a matter of, like, the space in between the fall apart and the coming back together. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
but it's gotten branded as like evil, but mm-hmm. it's really not evil. It just is kind of like a being of change. It just looks creepy, so people say it's evil. Right. I mean, it's like a woman with a creepy goat head and right. like tattoos. Okay. But actually, is kind of a beautiful is beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was thinking about starting a church of Baphomet. Go for it. It can be secret or whatever. Yeah. But like not that secret. Hmm. Uh, will you charge to join, or can we join? You know, I don't know. The thing is, I don't have to do taxes on anything if I have a church. Like, I don't have to, you know, pay taxes. Ah, uh, that's why you want it to, okay. I see, smart. Um, so I feel like I would take donations if you <laughs> wanted. <laughs> Just like normal church. Right. Like, if you want to enjoy your existence on this planet, you should donate. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't care about your eternal soul, oh then don't. Oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it'll just be based on like whether or not you want to have a good life okay whether you that would really take a load off if i could join because i feel very cult adjacent mm-hmm. i think i'm in trouble of joining a cult and i feel that way too do you feel that way it's smarter to just start your own <laughs> that's what i think too and, and then also you don't get something, something that's else. like all the things i like but you need to have like a charismatic head Lindsay can be that's charismatic no because then you need to you need to like stay behind the scenes Charismatic. She can do it. She can do it all. No, but you don't want to, because then if it all goes to shit, you don't want to like have your face. I want to be the Sheila. Who's Sheila? I need like a Guru Bajan or whatever from Wild Wild Country. Oh, I need to watch that. So there was like the Guru, and Sheila was kind of like the mastermind Mm -hmm. behind him, and basically like started a a community that they like (coughs) ground up. That she did all of it. She started her own credit within the commune. Like, you pay in, and then you have, like, a credit card within the... Co- and then it's like So, like, she created her own currency. Essentially, yeah. Damn. Yeah. She's, like, this genius. I don't think I could do that. I'd need, like, a good, you know, creative accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just need to find... I need to find a charismatic head. Mm-hmm. I think so. But who's not charismatic? Not you're not enough? charismatic, but... Thanks. You're looking out for Lindsay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I can just go around... Like, starting... And you could always just, like, take the money and go. And be like, you guys are left here with your... They'll still be happy because they still have their charismatic head telling them that everything is fine and the world is lovely. And you can just take your money into peace and they'll be happy being poor. Or I could just have multiple different, like, cults and just be raking it in from all of them. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a chain, but with a different name. We'll see. Okay. Or maybe I'll just put everything in the Baphomet basket. A cult and a pyramid scheme. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think I want to do it honestly. I want to do like an honest cult. But maybe I'm like... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <feels> so refreshing. <laughs> that is just... That's the entertainment industry. Uh, Anything you want to plug before we... Oh, um... Today? Oh! I'm starting a podcast called How to Spell My New Show. Called How to Spell My New Show? How to Spell... How to spell minutia. It's hard to spell. Oh, okay. What it's is about, it going to be about? It's about, like, the little things in your everyday life that you know nothing of. Like, for instance, uh, oh, cheap wine. How does it cute. exist and why? I uh, like that. Uh, bananas. Why are, are they a strain on that the economy? or just like a thing. Do you know how to spell yeah. minutia? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a trick I. It's hard. Yeah, there's an I in there that nobody sees coming. An I and an A-E in the same word. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know the AE is there. I feel like the I is just the, the I that really like, creeps up. What on are you people? doing here? Where is it at the end? It's before the. It's before the AE. Yeah. 
Wow, I would have got that wrong. Yeah. Very wrong. Anyway, so that's coming out soon. And then, as always, I guess, like, watch Suicide Kale. Great. Aww. Oh, beautiful. Lindsay is in Suicide Kale. Probably should have mentioned that Yeah, we that should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what how we all are? met. Do you want people to follow you anywhere? Oh, yeah. I'm on Instagram at Lindsay Hicks, L-I-N-Z, and also Twitter, but I don't really do anything on Twitter because Twitter makes me so sad. You know, it makes everyone there sad, but we do it anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I get sucked in. <laughs> Ever since they started doing the moments thing where I can just, like, get... Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Like, hits, drowned, the drowned in the news at the top, then I'm like, okay, everything I do is worthless and pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, want to thank Duke and Meg, as usual. Uh, just thank really you, keeping us going. Um, you can find me at Slarius. You can find me at Ardfarsk. Venmo us, as always, if you yeah. like what you hear. Uh, brought to you by Modern Tarot by Michelle T. Zebulon. <laughs> Sponsored by Lindsay's Sponsored by Honest Colt. Lindsay's Honest Colt. Future Honest Colt. Libras everywhere. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud, iTunes. I think that's it. Oh, I have a thing Sunday at Barnesdale Art Park. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm on a pa- I'm on a panel for Lambda Literary Fest Ooh. about writing queer characters at 2:30 at Barnsdale Art Park. It's free. That's it. We're done. Ariana walked away, but we're done, so it doesn't matter. Bye. Bye.